Meeting call call to order. Hey guys, welcome back to episode two. Hello, hello. This is um episode two, take two. (laughs) Omar and I had recorded the five three zero episode that we had talked about last week. Yeah, and we hated it. Hated it. I'm sorry, five three zero. Yeah, it just wasn't interesting. It was really boring. We didn't like the final product. So and we tried our hardest. I promise we try to make 530 sound cool. We tried. <laughs> All the effort in the world. That just sums it up. But you know what? We are going to do a take two on the 530 episode. We're not going to give up on you guys yet. Not yet. Uh, but we're just going to go ahead and delay it. And we didn't think it was fair for our audience to have to wait another week just for an episode because we... We're just being stubborn and we didn't like that episode. So, yeah. coming to you live, we are actually giving you another episode. What is this week's uh, topic about? Uh, this week, we're doing our Moving to LA episode. So, woo, woo. we're going to talk about, you know, why we ended up here in Los Angeles, yeah. what we're doing here. The big move. The big move. And then we're going to have that Ick of the Week segment. Your fan favorite our Ick fan of favorite the Weeks. Ick. You guys love Ick that. Of the week. So we're going to do that. And then we have uh, Assimilating to L.A. We're going to be talking about the culture, um, the people, the fashion, the dynamic. How different it was for us to live here and experience that. And then we're going to be doing the elephant in the room again. Current event segment. Current event. And then we're going to be doing the Tudor Boots. Tudor Boot, which is a brand new segment. We'll explain it when we get there. Okay, perf. Yeah, and then we're going to just wrap up with where are we now? How have we changed living in L.A.? So we're going to have all of this great content for you guys. Um, But I think before we do, Danielle and I wanted to touch base um, and just kind of give you guys a shout out before we start this episode in regards to our launch date and our our first episode. Um, I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We had a huge outcome. Uh, we had so many supporters, so many people were reposting us, mm-hmm. following us, listening, tuning in with us. They, we had, I got so many phone calls. Yeah, I got same. so many text messages. I got a lot of great feedback from a lot of close friends, family friends. Yeah. Um, and I think that was it for me. What did, did you have to, anything to say? Yeah. I mean, we honestly did not expect all of that positive feedback. Yeah. We, we didn't expect any feedback, to be honest. We we did this for ourselves and, you know, a product of, you know, our creativity. We weren't and like, our friendship. Yeah. yeah. And our friendship. We weren't like, let's put this out and like see if people love it. Mm. We're like, we're putting this out because we feel proud of it. And if people love it, great. Um, and we just weren't expecting all of the love and support from everybody. So that was really, really cool and unexpected. We weren't expecting to go global either. Uh-uh. We weren't expecting to go global. <laughs> uh, we got that analytics pack. And mm-hmm. you know what? We are international. We're overseas. So shout out to all of our listeners in Europe and in the Philippines. Shout out to my titas in the Philippines uh, yeah, listening and in. Alaska. Like we, we are all over the U.S. We are international. And <laughs> I, I just think it's crazy, you know, but... Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed yeah. our first episode. We, um, I think we just we just wanted you guys to enjoy it as much as we enjoy it and as yeah. much as we enjoy each other's presence. I know a lot of you reached out to us and we're like, we feel like we're here with you guys. We feel like we're just listening on a friend's conversation. So cool. So, so I re- yeah, I really hope that you guys enjoy it and listen to it and keep tuning in with us. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I hope you guys enjoy these next few episodes. I think that's why we were so hard about the second yeah. episode being good because we re- we received so much positive feedback from the first one. We're like, well, shit, we can't put on like a bad podcast episode too. We want to keep up, you know, everyone's expectations. Yeah. And I don't think it's not that it was bad. It's just that we were very hard, hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
but we both agreed it's not something we want to give you guys it's not something that we want to put our names we weren't out proud there. of it yeah and so we're gonna try again sorry five three oh listeners but <laughs> you guys will get your episode soon however for today's episode it's gonna be our moving to la life in la culture um episode yeah so for our first segment we're actually gonna be talking about the big move Ooh. When we moved here, why we moved here, and where we're at now. Danny, do you want to start? Yeah. So I moved to Los Angeles in the summer of 2018. Um, I graduated earlier that year, so I was moving to Los Angeles for college. I got into Cal State Long Beach. Whoop, whoop. Whoa, whoa, go Sharks. And that's what I came here to study for. I moved to Long Beach. I moved to the dorms. Um, oh, my I God, was, that's right. You did. I forgot you lived in the dorms. I lived in the, do- I lived in the dorms for half a semester. And I was so sick of it. Um, I moved out after one semester. I couldn't even do a full year. I remember dorms. that. I do remember that. Yeah. And you had like a white surfer roommate, no? Yeah. For like, for like a week, for a week. And then you moved out. She was so sweet. But I just I just can't live with other people. Um, but yeah, that's literally all that I came here to do. It was really... I literally remember driving from Oliver's like down here i had my little 2002 toyota camry yeah and all of my belongings everything that i owned stuffed in my car me too like everything i owned stuffed in my car i remember moving into the dorms i remember being scared nobody from my school went to my college driving by yourself being by yourself yeah i had to drive through stockton (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty scary driving through fresno that was a minute i drove really Mm. fast but um yeah that's all that happened on my end with moving to LA. What about That's you? That's crazy. You know, we we had the same experiences and I don't think we have ever talked about it together. No. I don't think you and I have ever sat down and actually talked about <laughs> no. actually moving because I had the same experience. Yeah. I literally my little old Scion. <laughs> it was a hatchback and I literally packed everything in there yeah. and it was jam-packed. Yeah. Um I paid to move into the dorms like 3 weeks early. And I was there three weeks early before school started by myself in the dorm. Wait, like, I totally remember this. Like nobody was there. Yeah. I was walking around campus. I was walking around the grounds and the dorms like nobody was there. That's so cool. But I was by myself and and I remember it was very lonely. Yeah. It's very lonely. I went through like a little when I first moved to Los Angeles, I didn't have any friends or family in the area. So I had like one or two friends, but I had known them for like, what, three weeks at that time, two or three weeks on Instagram at the time. So I felt really lonely and really sad. I remember just sitting in my dorm being like, damn, what do I do now? Like, there was nobody there for me. Like, it was a little lonely and really hard. And to be be fair, for those new listeners, Danielle and I did not go to the same college. No, we didn't. She went to Long Beach and I went to CSUN up in the valley. Yeah. So we were about like an hour and a half. We were far two hours of traffic yeah. away so i mean you were a little bit more south than i was but <laughs> uh, yeah i was i remember being at the dorms and i'm just like do like first of all i was not a friendly person back then i was no. i was a very yeah, you were a bitch i was a bitch <laughs> i was not a friendly person i did not know how to make friends nor did i want to make friends at the time but i was very lonely and mm-hmm. you know we both moved out here for college um, new beginnings we didn't know any like n- nobody went to csun right no Nobody went to Cal State Long Beach either. So, like, we were completely restarting. Like, nobody gave a fuck who we were, like, what what our deal was. Like, it was a brand new beginning. Brand spanking new. Yeah. Like, a whole life. Which was really cool. I really liked that. That's why I moved to Los Angeles for school. Because I wanted to just be far, far, far 
away from where I went to high school. You and I both, sister. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of our stories. We just wanted to escape, and college was the easiest way to do that. It was yeah. the easiest way to move to Los Angeles, to be honest. Yeah, and I mean, like we said previously from the last episode, we kind of lived two hours away, and then mm-hmm. we kind of just grew close, like moved closer and closer to each other. We really did. We every really year, did. I would just every move year, more. I would move more south, and you would move, move more, more north, <laughs> and now we're literally down the street from each other. Five minute drive to Omar's house, and it's five minute because of like this one long ass light. The one light to take a left turn. Yeah, unbelievable. Anyway, so that's kind of how we ended up in LA. Mm-hmm. We were just shy little country girls when we moved here. My God. <laughs> <sighs> and I, it was just so crazy. And I think for me, I went first to the valley. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as a culture shock. I don't know about mm-hmm. for you, but like for the valley, it's very, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more key than um, low key than L.A. itself. Yeah. Like the center L.A., yeah. like east, uh, east of L.A., like. Yeah. West LA, it's a lot more low key. It's a little bit more cookie cutter, residential, but there's still those areas. But I remember coming and I was like, all right, this isn't bad. And then I'd hit the city <laughs> by myself. I remember going to a lot of places by myself when I first moved. Really? There. Like the first three weeks, I think I went to like four concerts by myself. Oh my God. I seen, I think the one that I went to, I seen Sean Paul. <laughs> it was fun at the Nova. <laughs> at the Nova in downtown. Yeah, it was so fun. Anyways, yeah, but it was just, I feel like for me, it was very scary, but also really exciting at the same time. Yeah, totally exciting. The first day I moved, and I just remember the first day I moved here, I dropped all my stuff off in my dorm and I drove to Santa Monica. Wow. And watched the sunset. I feel like that's such a a transplant thing to do. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I, mine was a huge culture shock because I moved to Long Beach, which is a little bit closer to OC. Mm -hmm. And my college was very much a commuter campus. Yeah. So everybody who went to the like school was from the area. Yeah. So my whole personality Same. trait for like a year was being from NorCal. I was like, yeah, I'm from NorCal. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from Me NorCal. Too. You guys don't listen to have you don't have good music here. Oh at my the god, parties. that's the Bay, right? That's the Bay, right? Sweetie said that's the Bay. <laughs> so we were like, Ugh. oh, where are you from? Be like from Sac. Oh, like from the Bay? No. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, on to our next topic. Next we're gonna topic. um transition to the X of the week. Mm. We know you guys loved last week's X of the Week fan favorite. So this week, X of the Week, Danny, you want to start it off? Yeah. Um, my first ick is, let's see, let's see. Oh, <laughs> I feel like during these X segments, I sound like such a bitch. I'm like, nobody's like, nobody wants to hang out with me after this. They're like, Ugh, like what if anything I do, it's going to be on the X segment. Like, I don't want to be on the X segment. My first ick is... Guys who buy candy. Guys who buy candy? (laughs) Like guys who buy candy. Yeah. So if we are, you know, at a movie theater on a date, right? And this dude, like, asks the the lady, can I get, like, the Sour Patch? I'm going to throw a fit. I'm going to throw a fit. Why? It's just weird. I don't like it. Like, grow up. Get popcorn. Don't be a weirdo and get candy at the movie theater. I hate popcorn. What? Okay, you're weird for that. No, you're weird for not liking guys who like candy. <laughs> Maybe it's just because my boyfriend, he doesn't eat candy. So to think of a guy who eats candy, I would be seriously, um, I, I would run away. You're kind of a bitch. Yeah, a little bit. Sorry about it. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm sorry. It just is. Like, imagine you're on a date and someone's like, can I get like airheads? And be like, no. What are you talking about? I love some Sour Patch Kids. I love some gummies. 
I love some gummy bears. Get that, but don't do it on a date. Do that in your own home, okay? You bitch. I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear you chewing on gummies, all right? Anyways, <laughs> my ick related to LA culture. Mm. Oh, so, yeah, sorry. <sighs> I didn't tie it in. My ick that I see all the time on TikTok, I don't know if everybody else gets it. I don't know if you get it. What? But when I'm on TikTok and I see these transplant, mainly white girls talking about this is what the L.A. cool girl is doing this weekend or this is what the L.A. cool girl does on a daily basis. Ew. And it's like she lives in Hollywood or she lives in K-Town but doesn't say she lives in K-Town. Goes to Erewhon, gets the, what is it, the Hailey Bieber smoothie. The smoothie. The $25, yeah, that whatever smoothie. And she only goes here, doesn't go to Poppy. Um, she to, goes to one Pilates class yeah, and she says she has a class one Pilates, pass. Yeah, and she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't go to Bootsy Bellows nope. because that's where Tyga is, and she can't be seen there. <laughs> like those TikToks. Have you seen those TikToks? Oh yeah, they're a bungalow. They're everywhere. A bungalow, so frat boyish. But I'm still gonna go. Yeah. These are the it spots, and the it spots are all just a bunch of places that Everybody have bouncers yeah. that don't let POC and big girls in. <laughs> literally like oh my god yeah wait it's true though it's true i don't though. like those tiktoks either it's just so unrealistic i think it's influencer girlies or wanna yeah want to be influencer girlies and i'm yeah. like yeah i get it like we're doing a podcast but like hey it's me i'm real yeah like i don't live in k-town pretending that i live in fucking no los Feliz. but we're yeah we're not putting up a front huh yeah we're not putting up a front yeah you actually can afford to live in the good areas <laughs> <laughs> now i can anyways but like that is such an ick to me because i'm like bitch like you are so first of all you're selling a false persona yeah that i mean that everybody else in that area is selling yeah only a certain percentage of people actually do that it's true and like that is not real to the LA culture. It's not. It's and so I unrealistic. Hate it. I hate it because I like I get it. We're also transplants. Yeah. But I think it's so stupid. Yeah. That's just such an ick for me. Fair and enough. Especially that people like who follow into that. It's not cute. Because I'm like I'm I not, see right through it. I'm not gonna go to Air One and get a twenty five dollar smoothie. Fuck no. I'd rather go get an agua fresca Vallarta. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like when they said spa water. No. Another that was ick. so spa funny. Spa water water and i'm like bitch like she's like yeah like the lemon and cucumber water with um Mm-mm. what is it with chia seeds in it like i love that spa water and i'm like you bitches are serious they're dead serious they're dead serious bffr bffr are you kidding me no like that is such an ick for me and like totally. i'm not a friendly person so no. if i hear one of you transplant saying that and for me as a fellow transplant i'd be like bitch you sound stupid just be, just be fucking chill. Yeah, like be chill. Like don't. Who is pushing to shove this? It. Who is pushing this agenda? That's what I'm saying. You don't have to push that you live to live in LA and you live this glamorous life down everybody's throat. No, like, because I'll tell you, I'll LA's tell you not this that episode, glamorous. It's not that glamorous. It's not that fucking glamorous. But there's glamorous. so much more. There's so much more to it. There's so much more culture. There's like I don't. I don't want to be a part of that. Cool girl TikTok mm-hmm, area. Like it's mm-hmm. so fucking whack. Like yeah. Okay. And what? What's next? I just want my eyes at it. It's like, Anyways, all right. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. I went off on a tangent. You got angry. Anyways, I know. We won't, we <laughs> it won't was go a tequila. back to Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Y'all saw this drink, right? Anyways, what's your next one, Danny? My next ick is Greek life involvement. Mm. And honestly, this is more centered towards men. Because, like, I've met some really cool sorority girlies. But if... If I went to like a college party yeah. and some guy was like, oh yeah, I'm in 
I don't want to say a frat right now. I'm in this frat. I would just, just say it and bleep it out. D- <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I would just be ick. It's just weird. I don't think that it's a, a well, cool thing to do, like the brotherhood or whatever. I don't think it's cute. I don't well, respect you as a person. Huh? I don't, I don't respect you as a person if you're in a frat. I'm sorry. Well, the guys from <laughs> Sig were hot. <gasps> Not at my school. At my school they were. No. Who was the rape frat at your school? Did you have one of those? Or was it like a frat where they're like, don't go there, they spike your drinks? Yeah, it oh. was... Um, <gasps> really? Did they, did they have that at your school? Uh, Sigma Chi? This fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, don't bleep that shit out. Be aware. Be ready. Ours well, was, a, lot of, a lot of them were. Yeah. I don't... Honestly, I remember hearing rumors about this one frat house, but I just never went because of the rumors. It was Fytow. Um, we didn't have that one. Yeah. And I never went to their parties because I heard that they were all ugly and that they spiked drinks. So... Well, okay. to be fair, everybody had their own, like, moment. Mm-hmm. All of them are accused of it at season. Yeah. Oh, my that God. That I was aware of. Oh. And I wouldn't go to the college parties, one, because they charge to get in. <gasps> at season? Yeah. Wait, at, that's so funny. At every frat house, they charge to get in, and it wasn't, like, $5, 10 It was $20. That's so weird. I remember I went my first year that I was living in the dorms, mm-hmm. the guy I was rooming with was in Sigma Chi. And he was like, let's go to my frat's party. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, we get there and they were like 20 bucks ahead. And I, he was like, I'm a brother, though. He's like, oh. he's like, but you're not active. See, that's and then, yeah. icky to me. So I'm like, all right. Well, and he ended up paying for me because he like felt embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So then... I ended up going to their party. I didn't take anything. And I literally drank all of their shit. <laughs> you you robbed Anyways, them. It was weird. Yeah. I just, I just don't think it's cute. I don't think it's something to like scream out to the world that I'm in a fraternity. Yeah. Because there's stereotypes. And I'm sorry, but there is, you know. And what do you even do in a frat? You just drink with other dudes? Jerk like, each other off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what do you do? What exactly are you paying for? That's none of my business. Mm. Anyways, it's an egg. Sorry. I'm going to show you Fraternity X after this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Let's not talk about it. Next egg, please. Next egg, please. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's getting hot. What it's fraternity hot. is that? I don't. I'm not. I'm, I'm not kidding. saying it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> my next ick is when, um, especially when we leave town, people who general generalize LA. <gasps> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Especially like people outside of LA who are generalizing, especially those transplants who are like, you guys are all like this. Everybody, people, the bitches who moved from LA to New York and they're like, I had to leave LA. Everybody was fake. And everybody's like all about themselves and trying to network up and da 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 da. Bitch, like, girl, you were, who are you hanging out with? You were living in Santa Monica. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> living in Santa Monica, living in Brentwood. Yeah, I definitely don't like those people. And it's it's always the people who have visited, and when they come, they just go to like Venice, Hollywood, Hollywood, and they're Santa like, Monica. Oh, I hate LA. It's so dirty. Oh my god, it's so Hollywood nasty. Boulevard. I don't know how you guys do that. It's so horrible. Everything. Everyone's so fake there. Everyone thinks they're so cool. Who? Who are you talking about? Bitch. And where are you hanging out? Where are you hanging out and who with? 
That's a good question, though. To all of our influencer girlies, transplants, who are leaving and coming to LA, where are you guys hanging out to get these things? I mean, I know a couple places, but... I don't. I don't know why everyone thinks everybody's fake. I think everybody's a bitch here, but that's the truth. Nobody's yeah, fake about it. That's like, true. if you're a bitch, you're a bitch. The real, people I hang out the with. The real LA girlies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they give it to you straight up. Yeah. I love it, though. I do, too. I appreciate it more. I'm a valley kind of bitch. Oh, yeah? They say that. They say, you sound like you're from the valley. You sound like you've been from San Fernando your whole life. Like, but I haven't. I haven't, though. No. I'm a little country girl. little country girl. Yeah, but anyways, people who generalize LA because it's like, LA's fucking huge. That's what I'm saying. You can't have any type of like generalization about a county with 2 million, pe- 2 million people in it. No, way more. I think it's 10 million. Oh, my God. I could be wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of stupid. Generalize? Don't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> 20 billion people live in LA. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. But like, how can you generalize Los Angeles's population as a whole? You can't. And if you do, you're stupid and you don't know anything about Los Angeles. Oop. Anyways, 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 anyways. Maybe we're all just stupid and delusional. I don't know. What's your last ick, Danny? My last ick. Ooh. Okay. I'm about to hurt some feelings with this. Maybe not. Cause I don't have any friends that are like this. Yeah. People whose entire personality is being, a devout Christian. <sighs> Look, I'm sorry. I don't want to hurt any feelings, but if I do, maybe you need to reevaluate. Hurt the yourself. feelings. Hurt the feelings, Danielle. Look, I, you know, the people on Instagram or just in life where they just try to push that they are this holier than thou Christian individual who goes like they highlight their Bibles, they're singing, they're going to um, third world countries and building houses with little dark kids, (gasps) like little Honduras. Oh my God. Can we talk about that? The fucking, what are those called? Mission, mission trips, mission trips. Yeah. Like that's your whole thing. And your whole thing is like, Oh, I pray every day. Like they retweet. Oh, God is with me all day, every day. It's like, girl, girl, I'm thinking of names. That's what I'm I'm thinking of a family. I just don't think it's maybe it's because I'm not religious. So I can't, I can't, you know, how about that? A Filipino and a Mexican who are not religious, who aren't Catholic. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I just I just don't like it. I think it's kind of annoying. I think it's funny that you bring it up because my friend Jimmy actually came over mm-hmm. um, the other day. Shout and out Jimmy. Shout out Jimmy. And he was like, <laughs> one, he was like, can you talk shit about me on your podcast? <laughs> Here you go. Here's your moment. But he comes over and he's like, I want to get a tattoo. Like, I don't know what to get. And he goes, I kind of want to get a Bible verse on my forearm. <gasps> Ugh, and I'm like, I'm like, I know you do not. You did not just say that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just Fake. of all the things to be interesting about, the most interesting thing about you is that you're religious, religious, that no. you believe in God. No. Yawn. Honey. I sound like a bitch. I'm so sorry. It's so boring. I just, I get why people need religion and I get how that can be a pillar in a lot of people's lives and good for you. But to make you, it your whole personality at 22. Like, are you speaking of a certain religion or are you speaking of religion in general? I because think, when you say that, I'm thinking of like Catholicism and Christianity. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm only like centering in Catholicism and Christianity. Like those Rockland girlies who would go to that one big ass church off the freeway. <gasps> oh, my God. I went there once. Yeah. And it they tried crazy. to recruit me. It was crazy. I was scared. I, what, Destiny's Church. That's what it's called. off Rockland. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's my egg. I just, I just don't. I don't like it. You don't like church people. I don't. Maybe because they're always trying to like shove things down my throat. And I'm like, girl. Because they say you dress like a whore. Yeah. Uh. 
Because they throw stuff at you outside of Planned Parenthood. Oh my God, tell me why. When I used to go to Planned Parenthood in Yuba City, shout out, they would always be posted up right outside of Planned Parenthood. And I was like, girl, I'm here to get a depo shot. I'm not getting an abortion. I swear to God. You're talking to the wrong way. You're talking to the I was 16. And these people were pounding on my window, like saying I was sinning. I was like, girl, I'm just getting a shot. Relax. (laughs) Relax, bitch. Calm down. You think I'd be wearing this to go get an abortion? Relax. Please, my outfit's going to be planned a lot better for that day. Can I go with you when you have your next one, please? I have the perfect outfit. Um, but yeah, if you're religious, <laughs> keep that to yourself. This is the wrong podcast for you. <laughs> we don't believe in God over here. I'm sorry. Anyways, Jesus. All right, on to our next topic. Assimilating to LA. LA, LA, LA. The culture, the people, the fashion. Let's talk about the culture first. Um, I'll go first since I came here first. Okay. A year before, bitch. Whoa. (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. When I think of the LA culture, I think of the real LA culture. Mm -hmm. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet. Uh, LA natives, mm-hmm. specifically Echo Park natives. Shout out. Uh, yeah, shout out. Shout out Anthony, shout out Jimmy, shout out Anna. <laughs> I was um, fortunate enough to meet these LA natives that were uh, willing enough to take me out and show me what the real LA yeah. is, the real culture, the real gentrification, the problem that comes within that community of gentrification. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just basically the the melting pot that LA is that the real LA is that um, the Highland Park, the Lincoln Park, the Echo Park, mm-hmm. Silver Lake, um, the lower South Central LA, shout out Dennis, um, the real LA. And yeah. for me, that is the real culture. Like I absolutely love living in LA because living in the 530, I was only experienced or shown a certain area i guess of mexicans like there was only mexicans in my close circle and that's what i was only accustomed to same but when i come to los angeles especially i think anywhere i've lived it is this melting pot of not not just latinos but also asians but like last night i literally had fucking pupusas and we were at this most salvadorian spot (laughs) ever i loved it and i and yeah. it's not just the food it's the people you meet it's the struggles it's the same experiences they've had getting here yeah the families and especially being here for me the that is the culture like when i want to be deep rooted in the culture i'm not going to air one i'm not going mm-hmm. to the grove i'm not going to these huge shopping centers i'm going to um Santiali. right i'm going to Do you the know fa- many people don't know about Santiali? the fashion district like come on yeah. now like especially from somebody who has a grandmother who's worked at a flea market for 35 years to yeah. this day me going to Santiali is like seeing you know that is my family still working to that day um and still pushing that culture that is a part of our culture yeah you know um that's what I think of culture. I think of the food. I think of the music. I think there's so many places to go to where you can dive into each culture. Absolutely. Each ethnicity's culture. Like I probably tonight I'm gonna go to a Cuban Cuban bar. Cute. But I just went recently for the first time. And it's like I've never heard. I've never been to a Cuban bar or a yeah. Cuban club. You know. 
Um, and that when I think of culture, that's what I think of LA, and that's what I think the real LA is. Absolutely. What do you think? I had a much different experience when yeah. I moved to Los Angeles because you were very much involved with, you know, actual Los Angeles, Los mm. Angeles, like LA. I moved to Long Beach and then after Long Beach, after the dorms, I moved to Orange County. Yeah. So I was surrounded by a totally different demographic than you were. Where I lived, it was very much Asian, um, white. Yeah. (laughs) In Orange County. And that was a totally new experience for me as well. Yeah. You know, I, up in um, Olivehurst, all we had were Hmong people and Mexican people. You know, moving to... Orange County, I had never been surrounded by so many white people in my life. And I was irritated. (laughs) I remember me and my friend Rosie, who was from, you know, central California, but in middle of nowhere, small town just like we are. Yeah. Yeah. She was from the same area and she was my homegirl. Like we were like the only, she was my only real friend for, I want to say like half of freshman year like the entire time I was in the dorms I only knew Rosie we would try to be friends with so many different girls who were from the area like these white OC girls or girls who had like came from San Diego and they had a bunch of money like oh my god the San Diego girls the San Diego girls fake weird yes Sorry. I thought it was just me. Bitch, I'm from San... I was born in San Diego, but I'm not from there. Totally different vibe. Yeah. No, I I met a few San Diego girls and they were weird. Yeah. I think it's all of... That whole like from Orange County down to San Diego. But I remember trying to be friends with all of these like white girlies, these white OC girls. Yeah. And they were just weird. And what I mean by that is like they're just fake or they're very like whiny. They're very, you know, all about themselves. Yeah. It was... A super strange environment and I realized that I just can't be friends with those people. I remember me and Rosie literally going through like three girls. Groups. Like girls. Just like we were trying to recruit like a third member of our little girl group. And we just went through so many because these bitches were annoying and they yeah. were crying and it was just not a good time. I feel that. But I think that was just like my first impression of Los Los Angeles. It's not really Los Angeles, it was Orange County. Yeah. But I didn't love the people there and i thought when i first moved to la i thought the only people i will be friends with are people who are not from here yeah because i couldn't stand it Hmm. but yeah so totally different experience than you than you had well at first i know that a lot of people that i had met who were locals they were kind of off put by me Really? I think just I it has to wait. They, it's because you're a bitch, not because you're not. That me. I guess <laughs> I've I've been told because it's my demeanor and yeah. the way I speak. Right. It just sounds a little off mm-hmm. to them. Sure. I'm like vice versa. I don't give a shit. And vice versa, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it sounds a little. What is it? Negating. Yeah. That's how I sound to them. So I know that when I did meet a few locals, they're like, "You just sound like you're kind of talking down on us," and I was like. Is that me or is that like... Is that you taking it the wrong way or me actually yeah. talking down on so you? So I remember like meeting locals and that's, and that's what they would tell me. I'm like, oh, well, that's not how I'm coming off. I was like, this is how, we all, this is how my family speaks. So <laughs> maybe my family's just a bunch of bitches. <laughs> but this yeah, eventually, in. yeah, we... I've grown to... Well, I've been lucky enough to have that experience because yeah. I've seen different parts of LA than a lot of transplants have. Yeah, totally. You know, all these locals have taken me to the view spots, yeah. the best taco spots, the best fucking, like, all the little hangout spots, like, these little pockets that yeah. that have been there since the locals have been there. And I've also seen them being pushed out. You've definitely assimilated to the entire, like, 
like culture yeah. way better than I have yeah. because you've been in LA. I'm making my rounds. Yeah. I'm trying. You're trying. I'm getting there. No, but there <laughs> are, there have been those bad experiences though. Yeah. But in the end they've all been great. And then I think another thing we should talk about is, you know, we've touched base on the culture. We've touched base on the people that we've met. Mm-hmm. What about the fashion? Whew, this is a big talking point for me because when I moved to Los Angeles for college, yeah. my entire mindset of how I wanted to present myself outwardly changed tremendously. In NorCal, you, at least where we went to high school, what you wear isn't really a big deal. Like, people's didn't really express themselves through yeah. what they wore. Can can you agree? Abercrombie jeans and Abercrombie a t-shirt. jeans, yeah. like whatever the fucking those saltwater sandals. Ugh, that's a dick for me. I hate those sandals. I never bought them. I thought they were the ugliest Kmart looking sandals ever. Damn. But I also fall into a lot of trends like Birkenstocks, but whatever. <gasps> that's those what, That's what they would say about me when I would wear my Tevas to school. <gasps> but Tevas were are a big thing down remember here. Remember we would wear Tevas and Chacos? Yep. Everybody would be like, what the fuck? See, you had to fit into like the uniform of Northern California. Otherwise, people like thought that you were weird. And they're like, yeah. oh, who does she think she is? Or who do they think they are? Yeah. And then now when I wear my Tevas tears, they're like, oh my God, those are so cute. Yeah. Where that was a them? huge thing. Like moving to Los Angeles, I definitely have the attitude where like I can wear whatever I want and nobody's yeah. going to say anything or look at me weird because people don't care. People are so in their own main character syndrome here that they don't give a fuck what you're wearing everywhere but mainly in west hollywood yeah <laughs> mainly in west hollywood if you want to feel main character as fuck and literally wear anything or nothing go to west hollywood yeah i think that is my i've kind of experienced it i turned 21 when we were in covid yeah so i didn't get to experience west hollywood then but now i'm there and i'm like deep dived into it like you can wear whatever you want more i mean it's everywhere yeah everywhere is accepting in los angeles no matter where you go that's the cool thing yeah like you can there's no uniform here everybody can wear you don't have to be a trendy girl you don't have to wear the expensive clothes to like live here like you can wear whatever you want and nobody will bat an eye you can be that gym clothes girly yeah urban girly you can be a trendy girl yeah you can do all of you or you can change it up every single day literally literally every nobody will tell the difference there's too many damn people here there's so (laughs) many people here but um i think that's what i love most about it is me too you know, it's not being shamed for what you're wearing or not having to worry about it. You don't. At first, when you do come here and you are tr- there's pressure. assimilating, you're, there's that pressure. Yeah. And for me, I think it was when I went to college, there was a lot of pressure in stepping my game up because Ooh. I thought I, I dressed decent and yeah. then I went to college. And I know that this has been said like throughout Twitter, but like it really was. What? Um, like you go to college and then you see uh, the, what is it? What? The Asian students that come. Oh, the international students. The international students. Uh, they're fitted the fuck up at all times. Tripped up. <laughs> Tripped the fuck up. Literally, I remember like being in, in all of my science classes. Yeah. Dripped up. Dripped the fuck up. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I remember my first year of college. I was like, damn, I thought I was like decent. And I got to step it up. I definitely felt the pressure in college yeah. of like, I need to not look so basic. Like, and it's so easy to fall into that Mm. for the college girly. Like, you wear skinny jeans, like a small little top tank top and sneakers and you go to a party. But I was like, I can't, I can't be in this forever. Like, I'm 19 now, but what happens when I'm 22, 23? Like, I have to grow up eventually. So, I thought that was really fun. I honestly loved that era of my life where I was like, what, how do I want to present myself? What do I want to wear? Be super trendy. What do I want to do? 
you know, do I want to be like that or do I want to be like this? Like, yeah. I went through a couple phases of things to wear. Still am. But right now I'm in my like eh, phase. I th- I'm very much like I don't want to look like I'm trying too hard phase. Yeah. Which is trying really hard. <laughs> it's little to no effort. It takes me an really hour to look like I don't care. Yeah, I think that that's what I love the most about it. And um, especially now, like, I'm tapping in more to my feminine side. Mm-hmm. Um, slowly but surely. Yeah. But I love that LA is just so accepting to everybody wanting to express both, you know, yeah. the spectrum of it. Yeah. You know, if I want to be super feminine and wear literally a fucking spaghetti strap or wear like a two piece like bra set, like people don't even bat an eye. Oh, my God. I was telling my aunt about this. Yeah, she was she said she lives in Florida in South Florida. And I think she saw some guy with like nails on and makeup on. And she's like, oh, my. She like called me and told me about it. And I was like, that's no big deal here. That's nothing. Like in Los Angeles, everybody has their nails done. Guys, girls, everywhere. Like. It's not a big deal for a guy to wear a crop top it's to the grocery li- no, store. No, it's literally basic in West Hollywood to wear a crop top. Everybody has crop tops on. If you're not wearing a corset top. Men wear, men have better men, outfits than I do sometimes. Men are wearing a corset top. Yeah. They're wearing the it looks, and I absolutely love it. I love just how how you can express yourself. I like seeing other people's reactions when they come visit me in Los yeah. Angeles. They're like, oh, my God. Like, I feel so much pressure to dress really nice here. And it's like you think everybody's dressed nice, but they're not. Like, Everyone's just doing whatever the fuck they want. Everybody's just being ex- expressing themselves. Yeah. yeah, and nobody cares what you're wearing. Nobody gives a fuck what you're wearing. Literally. I love it. I love it. That was one of my favorite things about moving here, for sure. Yeah, just the vibe. Yeah. Just the vibe, and I think there's no expectations. I feel like the only people who are pushing these standards and these expectations are these influencers, mm-hmm. these LA cool girls that we talked about. Totally. Oh, my God. I meant to bring this up. Um, You know here, like, I could go to the grocery store in a crop top, tank top, midriff showing no big deal nobody's nobody cares right i remember i went to bishop's pumpkin farm like a year after i moved away from the area Mm -hmm. bishop's pumpkin farm is a pumpkin farm in our 530 olivehurst area where we went to high school it's a really nice pumpkin farm beautiful but i remember i wore like this top that like showed my stomach and i remember all of these people staring at me Mm, i believe it like, they were looking at, like, mothers with their babies, would hold their babies tighter. Like, I was like, wow, I, I totally forgot. Like, I'm not in L.A. anymore. Like, I can't wear a crop top to the pumpkin farm because I will be crucified by these Destiny's Church moms. Um, but, yeah, I really like living here and dressing like a whore and nobody telling me that I can't and getting weird stares for it. I, I love, love that. that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, on to our next segment. Next. The next segment is the elephant in the room segment. Our current event segment. Our current event segment. Ooh. So this week's segment, and I have a lot to say about it. We He's actually, angry. We actually have two for you guys. Yeah. Um, this week's elephant in the room segment is Hailey Bieber posting a TikTok about her brown lip liner with gloss and calling it like the glazed lip gloss glazed look. Brownie, yeah. I don't know what she called it. <laughs> But if you guys if you guys have not seen it on TikTok yet, basically what had happened was is Hailey Bieber went on TikTok to do a makeup tutorial and she actually used a brown lip liner to line her um, lips and then put a little bit of uh, gloss over it. And then she tried to market it as like Hailey Bieber's like gloss lip brown. I don't know what to call it. Anyways, so she gets a lot of 
backlash, backlash because of this. Um, and I'm one of those people that when I see it, because the first thing I see is I don't see people speaking um, about it. What I see is these influencers, these L.A. cool girl influencers talking about first it was the Hailey Bieber smoothie at Air One. Mm-hmm. Now it's the oh my god Hailey Bieber's brown lip liner we're still doing this where it's pushing and it's also pushing yeah. the clean girl aesthetic Ugh, and that's me, a whole episode and let me reference that to our followers who also don't understand that is the once again these LA cool girls um for say or you know these influencers they're mm-hmm. usually midwestern transplants literally from Wisconsin white like, girl yeah <laughs> and they basically are saying this clean girl aesthetic is a gel like haired back hoop earrings mm-hmm. like um i'm trying to think minimal makeup a tank top very much a chola look in conclusion totally and that's what Hailey bieber is ripping off and so for me it's like girl like how and i think she's from i don't think she's from l.a she's, i think she's from new york i have no idea where she's anyways from. don't care about her but um what i cannot stand is you know her going on this tiktok and just kind of trying to market as something new that she's done bitch latinas cholas black women have been doing this for since i think the fucking 80s or the 90s literally you have not started a trend you are not rebranding a trend Mm -mm. you if you go to fucking echo park (laughs) silver lake like those real girlies are still pushing that look and they're doing it you know what I'm saying? I absolutely am just hating it. And that's just one thing about L.A. that I cannot stand. But it's just the truth. It's, you know, these women are trying to rip this culture and they're trying to, you know, brand it themselves. Yeah. But in reality, this clean girl aesthetic that you've been talking about. And I'm not the only one saying this. No. Yeah. A lot is, of people are yeah. saying this on TikTok. A lot of people. And it's the truth. It's like I'm it just pisses me off because, mm-hmm. you know. My mom gave that chola look. My, yeah. My tias gave that chola look. Yeah. That is, you know, that is a part of the Chicana culture. Yeah. That is not just LA culture. It's Chicana culture. Like, it is literally something that these women have been doing since before any, before Hailey Bieber. This clean girl aesthetic before fucking Hailey Bieber with the little gold jewelry, hoop earrings, like, slick back hair. and gloss, slick back hair. Like, you yeah. think, like, you actually think that you're pushing an agenda and you think that that is, genuine it's so tone deaf it's so tone deaf it's exactly what it is um so for me it's really upsetting because all you have to do is just fucking give credit when it's due but it's not and it's not just Hailey bieber it's you know it it's goes the sheep that follow her and they're ex- like look at Hailey bieber's new lip thing yes like this is a trending lip thing to do which it's like, goes back to fucking kendall jenner yeah and her tequila Ooh. not drinking eight when eight Nope. You're never going to see me drinking 818. You're you never, drink 818, you're a weirdo. You don't, yeah, you're never going to see me supporting them. Sorry. Um, I may reference Kim here and there, but I don't follow them. They're no. half-sisters. Yeah. Mind you, the bitches are all white. Mm-hmm. So, and they are ripping, you know, they are ripping the Latina, the brown girl culture. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, honestly, like, it's true. It's like, it's not just them. I absolutely love Lana Del Rey, <gasps> but she also appropriated Latina culture. Um, and so did Gwen Stefani. Like it's white. It's been white women doing yeah. this. You know, Lana Del Rey literally had a whole fucking like I think a twelve minute video, if I'm correct, called Tropico, of just her being a chola. <laughs> and so, but it's true. Like that's just that is 
our elephant in the room, one of the elephants in the room for this week talking about that. What do you think about that? Sorry, I went on a spiel. He was angry. You had to get it out. I had to get it out. Jesus Christ. What do you think about that? I think it's embarrassing. Right? Like, I think for you to not know where that came from and for you to credit Hailey Bieber, honestly, Hailey Bieber, I think she's just too rich for her own good and she doesn't know what's going on. So she probably doesn't even recognize that that's a thing. Not excusing it. She's just stupid, you know? But all these influencer tiktok la girlies who are crediting it as you know Haley bieber's lip um Combo. routine you know it's her com like i'm wearing the new i'm gonna try the new Haley bieber lip routine it's like girl do you not know you live in los angeles yeah. like go outside like touch real grass not the fucking yeah. um fake grass at the dog park touch real grass please like how do you not know where that's come how do you not know where yeah. that's from how do you not know you're really going to credit Hailey Bieber for that? For a dark lip liner combo with gloss? And you live in Los Feliz and you call it Los Feliz. You know what I mean? Like, grow up. Get over it. Yeah. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. It's just a bunch of, you know, sheep Midwestern girlies, transplants, and they come over here and they're pushing <laughs> some bullshit. Us transplants. Yeah, we're transplants, but we're not from the Midwest. Yeah, but we're not tone deaf. We're not like it's not that hard to be like, oh, you know, this clearly isn't an original idea. I'm not going to credit Hailey Bieber for doing an original idea. You know what? Um, Sometimes I hate TikTok. I do, too. I can't. One thing about this whole Hailey Bieber thing. I've always been a Jelena fan. Sorry, Hailey Bieber. Uh, who? Jelena. Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Don't get me started about Selena Gomez. Because <laughs> I hate her even more. I don't like Hailey Bieber. Sorry. No, I can't stand both of them. I also yeah. think Justin Bieber's corny as shit. <laughs> I love JB. I like his music. Mm. That's all I'll speak on. We're not going to get started on that at this episode. <laughs> Anyways, the next elephant in the room this week is the whole Adam Levine <gasps> controversy. Oh, my God. This blew up this entire week. That's Literally, this is what about. I was seeing on my uh, Twitter feed all week. Um, recently, Adam Levine, if you haven't seen it, Adam Levine uh, was just caught, not caught, but he was accused. He was exposed by an Instagram at model. First, yeah, first accused and then exposed by an Instagram model mm -hmm. um, for kind of just sliding in his DMs and just trying to flirt with him. The way she said it at first, she said like, oh, like we were sleeping around. This is and that like we've been together. But he let out um, a statement saying that he had never did any. Yeah, he said it never got her. physical. It never got physical. He only DM'd her. He was still being weird. And then more girls came out and they said, oh, yeah, he like also DM'd me. Yeah. And then, you know, so I was saying this is and that. Um, but I don't know if you've seen. So this is a L.A. influencer, model, girly, whatever the fuck. Um, and then her old sister-in-law made a duet I on TikTok and she was like, respectfully, don't believe this bitch. She knows what she's doing. And, yeah. um, that friend that she so calls friend that leaked her stuff, uh, probably used it as a marketing campaign or something. Did you like see that somebody who worked at like one of those gossip magazines, he, he was like, oh, she re reached out to E! News and tried to sell the story to us, but we didn't buy it. Yeah. So like this girl's fishing. As they usually, as they all are. Yeah. As they all are. But let's be real. If Adam Levine hits you up, are you going to text him back? Be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Adam Levine. It's Adam Levine. It's just, it's just stop interesting. Fuck, stop fucking with white women. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> stop fucking with women. Oh my God. <laughs> Men know how to keep a secret. 
<laughs> I can attest. I can't keep a secret for my life. That's crazy because I'm like, bitch, why did you let it out now? Because you're bored. That's what I'm saying. I thought I saw a lot of people like angry and duetting it and being like, well, you know, she was blaming it on like L.A. And this kind of ties oh, into yeah, our yeah, whole yeah. L.A. office. They were like, because in her TikTok, she was like, oh, like, I don't know. I was like influenced by like, I just moved to L.A. I, I was new to this city. Mm. Like I was influenced to like do this bad thing. And then I saw someone comment like, bitch, you could cheat on someone in Wisconsin and it would still be the same. Like cheating it's, is cheating. Yeah. What does L.A. have to do with anything? But I, I, I do think that we did not touch on that. Yeah. It's when people move to L.A., they want to transform into this huge bitch they think the city Y2K changes them persona you know yeah, what I'm saying? they rebrand and we, we rebrand we we rebrand mm-hmm. but you know what i'm talking about and we've seen those people who like do a complete 180 like yeah and they think that being a fucking cunt um like a y2k slut cunt yeah. is the vibe in la and i'm like bitch you know who i'm thinking of who that tiktoker who that white girl tiktoker who has the bangs down here and she always wears like a really pink lip and she makes those videos on tiktok where it was like how to pose like how to pose um by yourself like with her tripod you there's know what I'm talking about? no i don't but i do know that there was a bunch of girlies that have the little mics and they're like these are the spots to go to this weekend in la <laughs> i'm like i'm blocking you because if you telling me where to go i'm not going there they go malibu yeah what's the what's the brunch place malibu, malibu farm? farm i'm like malibu farm there. is the, the best place for a brunch i'm like i've been there and it was fucking bland yeah it was they're like you have to come here obviously nobu they and it's literally like the most mediocre fucking place make sure you do a hike afterward to the hollywood sign yeah it's like girl anyways who are you fooling find parking good luck yeah back to the adam levine situation Just another transplant, but I think it, it does tie into back to what we were saying as mm-hmm. to, you know, these people trying to build these personas totally. and they just think, you know, that the city can excuse them for their actions. Yeah. Just because you moved to Los Angeles doesn't mean you are the main character. Doesn't mean you can be a whore. Oh, you can be a whore in L.A., but don't blame L.A. for being a whore. That's good. <laughs> That's good. We're putting that on a T-shirt, guys. <laughs> If you're a whore and you blame becoming a whore on moving to L.A., you're a whore before you move to L.A. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> All right. Let's get a little lighthearted. Okay. On to our next segment of the week mm-hmm. or of the episode, the Tudor Boots segment. Danielle, will you explain <gasps> to our audience what their tutor, what the Tudor Boots segment is? Okay, so Tutor Boot is a new segment. We've never done this before. Yeah. Where we're basically doing a quick yes or no on a handful of things. Usually they're themed, so we'll do, you know, clothes. We'll do people. We'll do celebrities. Yeah. Um, Tutor Boot is just us giving our opinions that nobody cares about. Yeah. But it's a fun thing. Yeah. This week, our Tudor Boot segment is revolved around clothes and fashion, since we are on the subject of coming to LA and rebranding and, you the know, LA culture. expressing yourself. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, you know, talk about a couple of clothing pieces or trendy things that are happening right now that um, has, have been going on in LA and give our opinions on them. Let's are you start. ready for this? I'm ready. Low rise, right. Low rise jeans. I think this is a huge toot. I love low-rise jeans. You do? Yeah. I think it's cute. Hmm. I've thrown away all of my high-waisted uh, pants. Not shorts, obviously. But high-waisted pants, they're all gone from my closet. No. I think I look so unflattering in high-waisted pants now. Like, if my belly button isn't showing, then I don't want it. No. Really? No. You boot. don't like low-rise jeans? It's a boot. 
<gasps> low-rise jeans are fat phobic. <laughs> Fuck that. No, low-rise jeans are fat phobic. Fair enough. You're right. Not only is my ass crack fucking out, that was my stomach. <laughs> no. Low-rise jeans are fat phobic, and I'm sticking to that. I think they're cute. I'm sorry. Sweater vest. I think it's a toot on some people, but boot for me personally. Mm-hmm. I would never wear or buy a sweater vest. I think some people look really good in them, and I like them on other people, but I would just be fooling myself if I tried to give into that trend. I think you could do it in an extra, extra small. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't wear an oversized sweater vest. Like a crop stupid. top? Yeah. Sweater vest? Yeah. It's a toot for me. I like it. Eh. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next is loafers. <gasps> I think they're a toot. I like them on men and women. The loafer trend girlies i like girls who wear them they're like with a loafer and then like a skirt like a long skirt and like white frilly socks i think it's so cute and i've seen it like present a lot i just seen um a judge on drag race philippines mm-hmm. wearing platform loafer heels <gasps> that's cute it was so cute so it's a two for me yeah i love the loafer trend that's cute guys need to get in on loafers a lot of like guys need to get in on that i think it's Gorgeous. With I a love pair of loafers. Jeans. I love loafers. I think they're really hot. Anyways, cargo pants. Toot! This is all I've been wearing the entire year. I love cargo pants. I think they're cozy. They're comfy. They're flattering. You can make them low waisted. You can make them high waisted. I just think they're a nice neutral pant. Yeah. And you can. I just think they're so cute. I think they're the funnest, most fun pants ever. I love them. Toot. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say two as well. Yeah. I like them. They're so flattering yeah. on everybody. Yeah, that's I like true. that. It doesn't exclude anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody can wear a cargo pants. And I feel like, especially in LA, everybody's wearing cargo pants. Everybody. Oh, totally. Everybody's wearing cargo pants. I love them. But that kind of transitions to the next Tudor boot. It's like um, small shirts with big pants combo. Like, big cargo pants, small uh, crop top. Baggy pants, small top. Baggy pants, small top. I love this. This is my uniform. Mm. All I have been wearing lately are big pants and small top. And I think it's just flattering to my body type. Like I feel most confident in a baggy pant and a tiny top because mm. that's what's that's what fits on my body best. Toot. Sorry. It's going to be a boot for me. <sighs> like especially let me reference as we were just talking about the Kardashians. Let me reference when Kylie Jenner, she <laughs> dropped that TikTok of her getting ready and she was wearing like a plain black t-shirt and then she put on like a crop top t-shirt and I think she put on um these big ass Balenciaga pants and some sneakers. I thought it was so cute. I thought it was hideous. Really? It's going to be a boot for me. I don't love it. I thought it was so cute. I don't I love that. it especially and especially when they put um like sneakers on. What? I don't know. I just don't. That's like what you're it. supposed to do. I don't know. You wear a, a, a nice sneaker, a chunky sneaker, baggy pants, and a small top. It's so cute. I don't like it. I okay. don't know what I don't like about it. I just don't. I don't. It just doesn't hit. It's a boot for me, unfortunately. Damn, I love it. All right, our last tutor boot of the segment: mm-hmm. pastel colors. I think it's outdone. <gasps> it's a boot. <gasps> really? Yeah. I think neutrals are where it's at right now. I think pastel colors are way too trendy for my taste, at least. Like, I don't like pastel colors. They're a little too trendy. Mm. Um, you like neutrals? Yeah. Huh. I love a neutral. No, I love pastels. Why wasn't it be done? But I just thought of another one. What? That minimalistic look. What minimalistic The neutral look? minimalistic look. What? Give me, paint a picture. 
I can't think of any. Browns, neutrals, creams. But like in the what? whole outfit, like nothing. Like it's oh. just all like. I like it. Monochrome. I think it's very sophisticated. What about the style? Like the lifestyle? Oh, the minimalistic lifestyle? I mean, I can appreciate it for what it is. Because it's pushed a lot in LA. Like a lot of places, a lot of restaurants, a lot of uh, hangout spots are Mm -hmm. pushing that minimalistic look. I like it. I think it's trendy right now. It's very popular right now. Like I think your brother's wedding is like that like theme, right? Mm. Around there. Yeah. It's like minimal, minimalistic, neutral tones, like nothing too loud. I like it. I think it's. I think it's nice to look at. Mm. Not to say I don't like the opposite of that. I, it's not like I hate maximalist, but I think the neutral is cute. I like it. Well, for me, when I think about it, I really started seeing a change, obviously, when Kanye started pushing his fashion. And then when Ka- Kim, and oh, Con- right. Kim and Kanye, they did um, a house tour. I think it was with uh, 70 Questions with Vogue. Oh, my God. You're totally 72 right. 72 Questions with Vogue. And she's like... Well, like everything's neutral, everything's gray, everything's minimal because our life is so crazy. So when we come home, we just want everything to be like mindless. <laughs> and I'm, I've noticed that that's what's been pushing that. And I'm like, I think it's so fucking boring. Really? I hate the minimalistic look. I hate the neutral tones. I love maximalism. I love the arts. Mm-hmm. I love the craziness. I love the clash. I absolutely just hate that minimalistic, like pushing for that, like. It's just kind of pushing us to be boring. I like it. I like both, though. I like I like how things can be, like, mismatched and, like, clashing patterns and really colorful and, like, really vibrant. But I also like a neutral space, for sure. Hmm. I like both. Yeah, like, your house is very neutral. Yeah, super neutral. My house is not. Yeah. My oh house my is not. <laughs> Anyways, that was a little add-on. I'm sorry about that. Um, and then just on our next segment, where we are now and have we changed and if we have how i like this okay well where where are you where are you now i live not in orange county anymore yeah i honestly really did like orange county not the people i hate not hated i disliked the people in orange county a lot um i just couldn't vibe with them i couldn't relate to them you know i can't i can't relate to those people i can't form a friendship with them but now i live in where do i live yeah, but like, is that considered the valley or is that still LA? Still the valley. Really? Mm-hmm. I live in Studio City now, the which is a valley. totally different vibe than Orange County or where I previously lived. And I love it here. I feel safe. I right love off the Ventura, area. Yeah. yeah. There's a cute little farmer's market every Sunday that I love going to. I just really like where I live now. Have I changed since moving to LA? I think yes. Of course. I of think course I've become more confident. More sure of myself. Yeah. I feel like in, in um, Oliver's in the 530, I was very much like, I don't want to say unsure of myself, but I was just blindly following what the correct thing or the correct image to portray was in the 530. It's a great, it's a great answer. Right? Mm-hmm. But like in Los Angeles, it's like, this is who I am and I'm not doing it to fit into LA or yeah. like fit into my surroundings. It's like, I am super happy with where I'm at now and who I am and how I portray myself. Like, I don't want to say this is my true self, but it sure fucking feels like it. Yeah, well, you're you're 22, about to be 23. Yeah, we Ugh. still got a long ways to go. Yeah, but I do love that answer. I think it it fits you well. Mm-hmm. I, it's very true. I love that for you. But yeah, that's where I'm at now, I Los Angeles. That. I'm an LA local. LA girly. Can't call me a transplant anymore. No, you totally can't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, for me, down the street from Danielle, 
Um, I think I've kind of always been the same persona. Totally. I have just va- amped it up. Then back when I lived in the 530, mm-hmm. I was, I feel like still back then I, I was trying to, I was trying different things. Yeah. And sometimes people would say things about it or, you know, just like make comments. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously not fitting into that look that, that I guess that 530 Valley Girl look, you know what I'm the talking shell. about? Yeah. So I, I kind of was always like, no, not doing that or no, it's not me. Um, and I just, when I moved to LA, I kind of just amped it up and. I have developed a lot since I've moved to LA. Mm-hmm. I have done, I want to say I've done, I don't want to say I've done a 180, but I'm almost there. Like I've changed, I don't want to say I've changed my persona like crazy. Um, I think I've changed my demeanor. I've yeah. changed your attitude, my attitude, the way I speak to people, the way I converse. The way you see um, things. Huh? The way you see things. The like way I general. see things. I <laughs> was very delusional back then when I lived in the 530. <laughs> Now I see reality for what it is. You're a realist. Yeah. And um, I almost, you know, the city has a part to take in that. Mm-hmm. Living here, the people here, uh, the experiences, you know, meeting people who grew up differently than I did. I get to reflect back and see um, our differences. And, you know, I was somewhat more privileged than some of these people. Yeah. And I don't <clears> feel sorry for them. They They definitely have their own persona, their own personality, and that's who they are. But I can reflect and we can see the differences of each other. Totally. Um, so when I come to the city, I just blossomed into the person that I've always wanted to be as a kid. And I that's think, so cool. yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think the people that I've met here, the experiences that I've had, and, you know, especially just L.A. itself, but more West Hollywood, you know, it's mm-hmm. so accepting. It's so um welcoming yeah um majority of it is and you know i just get to tap into who i want to be and if i want to be a different person one day yeah then i can do that you know what i'm saying and i absolutely love it not that i can't do that anywhere else or back in oliver's but it's just not the same it's more comfortable to do it here yeah definitely do you ever think about like how other people perceive you since we moved to LA like do you think people back at home are being like uh he's turned into such a bitch since he moved to LA or like oh she thinks she's so full of herself or she thinks she's so fucking better than everybody because my she siblings. moved to Los Angeles oh <laughs> my siblings <laughs> in what way I don't know I think they just think I'm more fucking more prissy or more I don't know yeah but they're like shut the fuck up <laughs> That's so funny. I'm like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I definitely think. I think what it is is the accessibility of everything. Everything's so accessible. It's ridiculous. We're spoiled here. We're so spoiled. Like, I literally walked down the street to Starbucks. It's a two-minute walk. We're sp- no, couldn't happen in the 5 Couldn't happen in the 5 You just sit through a 10-minute drive through at the Marysville Starbucks? At minimum. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, I think it's just, they're like, maybe just the way... I'm so used to the accessibility of everything. Yeah. So like, it's like, oh, you don't have a Ralph's like two minutes away. We have to drive to the Walmart. You don't have a taco stand that's up past 10 p.m. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Where are we going? Are we going power hopping? What's what are we doing? Totally. You know what I'm We're saying? Spoiled. What about you? Um, I don't. I don't think nobody to my face has said anything. Obviously. Of course. But. <laughs> of course. I definitely have that worry in the back of my mind. Like, am I? Am I portraying that I'm, you know, high and mighty because I live in Los Angeles now? I hope not. You know, and if I do, I'm sorry. I feel like I've kept it real Mm -hmm. since moving here. Yeah. Of course, we have our our good days, but 
I still work, you know, I'm still doing a regular job. Most of the time school. I'm yeah. not outside of my apartment. Yeah. That's the truth. Like I know in my Instagram, like that's the glorified best versions of my life and living in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But 99% of the time since living here, I'm inside my apartment watching Game of Thrones. Like I'm not doing But anything. the good thing about it is if we wanted to do it, we could do it. Oh, a thousand percent. And the Postmates here is way better. <gasps> <laughs> Wait, I, this is totally off of the outline, but I just want to bring that bring it up because I think it'd be so fun to talk about. What? what is the most L.A. story that you have? Like, what's the most L.A. Los Angeles thing like you've done or you've experienced since living here that you can speak on? The most L.A. thing? Mm-hmm. Jesus, do you want to start? Do you know one? No. <laughs> I would. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind, like the most L.A. thing. Mm-hmm. Is when the Dodgers won the World Series, I think, in 2019 or 2020. Uh I can't remember. I can't. It was like a year or two ago. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, I think. And we were still in COVID. Mm. And the Dodgers won the World Series. And I was in Echo Park. And for those people who don't know, um, the Dodgers Stadium is in Echo Park. Yeah, that's right. So I was down the street from Echo Park. And once they won, um, shout out my boyfriend, Willie Adamas for getting struck out um, <laughs> once they won the streets of echo park went crazy that's so cool like i remember literally being less than a mile down the street from the dodger stadium and once they won it was like people were pouring out of their houses on to like sunset boulevard and i remember like driving outside of there fireworks um street like uh cars were what is it when they have like honking no like a street show oh car shows yeah something like that when they're like doing like circles and shit oh donuts and stuff anyways (laughs) that and it was just people were drinking people were handing other people like bottles like i had uh, a bottle of 70 people next like everybody had a drink in their hand Mm -hmm. everybody was dancing playing yg playing snoop Dogg. yeah um and it was like up and down the whole block like the whole city was shut down um and it was literally a party like we went from like on one end to sunset boulevard and then eventually the cops came with their rubber guns and then we ended up moving to avon's parking lot these people come with their trucks huge speakers and then they're playing like spanish music to like 4 a.m. Like, wow. It was like, I was like, fuck, this is like LA, LA. Like, it's a very LA story. And if you know everybody that is in LA, people, they're hardcore Dodger fans. Yeah. Hardcore Those Dodger Dodgers. fans. Yeah. So, like, I was there celebrating and I was like, fuck, like, this is wild. That was probably like the funnest time ever. And mind you, this was during COVID. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously everybody was wearing their mask, but it was That's fucking so cool. wild. Dang. What about you? The most LA thing I can think of that I've experienced is probably when I went to this club in Hollywood. Which one? No Vacancy. <gasps> so mm. there's this club in Ho- in Hollywood called No Vacancy. And it's like this old Victorian home that they turned into a club, which is really, really cool and yeah. fun inside. But I remember when I went... There's no line, like regular clubs, there's a line to get in, right? You wait your turn, you wait to get your ID checked, that's that. I remember pulling up to this club. First of all, we had to park like four blocks away, had to walk Mm -hmm. on Hollywood Boulevard to get there. It It was a mission. When we get there, there's just this little square blocked off in front of the club like red rope yeah and everybody is like crowded around it like it's like an auction everybody's like yelling trying to get the attention of one of the four bouncers there and we were trying to get in and the only way i felt like you could get in was if you were verified on instagram or you were famous yeah 
or if you paid the bouncers a lot of money. Yeah. And what we had to do, luckily we were with um, my friend Rosie. Her boyfriend was there and he had been there before. So he knew the protocol of what to do. Yeah. I remember we got there and he was like cutting a deal with the bouncer, like trying to talk to him and be like, so what do we got to do? What are we doing here? You know, like what can we do to get in? Because we're a bunch of nobodies. Like, and we were outnumbered. I think our ratio was like five guys to four girls. Oh, um, hell So no. we had a bad ratio. We weren't white and rich and verified on Instagram. We were all like brown people trying to get into this club. Yeah, but your girl group is baddies. Period. You guys are a bunch of baddies. So Shout out. I would have I slutted y'all out. Sorry. <laughs> so... More of the story, we had to pay $100. We paid the bouncer. It wasn't even like a club fee. Like, we didn't pay, like, the bar or the club to get in. We literally Venmoed this guy's, like, we Venmoed him Mm -hmm. personally. $100 to let our group of nine people into the club. That's actually really cheap. That's insane. That's actually really cheap. I've paid bouncers 20 bucks a head. It's the most BS thing. We had to pay $20 for every guy we had. $20 a head for every guy, and the girls got in free. So it was $100. But it was the most L.A. thing I've ever experienced in my life. I was like, we really have to pay to get into this club right now. Like, there was no line. It was literally like a free-for-all. And people were, like, yelling at the bouncers trying to get into this club. And it wasn't – it was cute. Like, it was – it's one of my favorite clubs in Hollywood. Really? <laughs> it's, that's the only club I've ever been to where I actually had fun and I didn't want to leave. We're going to go tonight. Shut up. I'm Let's tired. Let's go tonight. <laughs> but anyway, side note for anybody that is trying to come to L.A. And it's not just L.A., but in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's really only in Hollywood, Beverly area is where they, not only do they fat shame, they're also colorist. Oh, yeah. So if you're not, one, a skinny bitch, two, white, or have a fat BBL ass, you're probably not going to get in. You know what's really interesting about that? The West Hollywood crowd. You've been club. You go clubbing in West Hollywood. Like four times a week. Yeah. <laughs> but the gay bars in West Hollywood, I've noticed that it's predominantly white. And I remember going with one of my friends who is not white. And he was like being looked up by these white gay guys. They were just like looking him up and down. Mm-hmm. And not in like a cute like, oh my God, he's hot. Kind yeah. Of way, like in a judgy type of way. Yeah. And I was like, why are they only staring at you? Like it was so weird. We're literally at Fiesta. Like I was like. It's my go-to spot. First of all, Fiesta's is the most inclusive space out of all of them. Yeah. But it is true. Like, when you're walking on Santa Monica Boulevard, um, a lot of the white gays, Mm -hmm. white gay males, they they walk those streets like... I mean, to be honest, I don't want to say they do dominate, but there is that history, that impression of them dominating. Mm -hmm. So when I go there, and it has happened to me multiple times, multiple times (gasps) when I go, because I obviously don't give a shit. Yeah. I walk with an attitude and I go. Yeah. And so people look at you up and down and then they'll bump into you and they think that more of the guys like they bump into us. But obviously, you know, like the people that I go with. Yeah. We're some big motherfuckers. (laughs) And we do not play. So rarely do people bump into us, but when they do, like you make a show. You said pitch. No, 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 no. I get ghetto. Ooh, what do you say? No, so like just recently, like two weeks ago, some guy did bump into me, and he turns around and he like looks me up and down. Oh, they're brave too. Some white little twink. Yeah, they don't care. Maybe weighed like seventy pounds. They'll get beat up and they don't even care. Yeah, and so I'm like, that's funny because I can fucking beat your ass right now, (laughs) and I'll do it right now in front of all your friends. In front of all your friends, I'll beat your fucking ass. Yeah. I'll fucking break you, literally. 
and only a few people have seen me fight but i don't fucking play anyways and so literally got so embarrassed his face turned red uh-huh. and all of his friends started laughing but it's like it's true it's like if you're not aggressive as they are they it's just that They'll main walk character all over persona. You. Yeah. absolutely they think they can get away with we're it. gonna talk about on the next on a different episode the queer community in west hollywood mm. and how it's not as inclusive as you we, think as you think and as we make it sound absolutely it is the location for los angeles one of the few locations in los angeles um but it's still there's still there what is it those tears you definitely feel out of place there i don't shit oh i, do. I know where to go <laughs> Anyway, we went off on a little tangent, but I think that that wraps up our episode for this week. That's it. I think that's it. I think we had a blast doing this episode. This one felt way better this than the 530 episode. If you still want to hear the 530 episode, maybe we'll release it. Maybe. But, but anyways, uh, we hope you guys like this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Please uh, tune in to next week's episode. We're going to be actually having a relationship talk episode. It's going to be all about relationships. Maybe be, we'll do a Q&A. It's going to be all relationship talk. So yeah. please make sure to tune in. Follow our socials at the President, uh, President's Club Podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, the link tree is in our Instagram bio to where you can listen on Spotify, Podcast Connect, or Apple Podcast. Um, and then we will be having a Q&A this week. Uh, so you guys can let us know what you guys thought about this uh, this week's episode and give us feedback and feedback and yeah. then also questions for next week's episode that you'd like us to answer. I think that's it. Do you have anything, Danny? Um, nope. Nope. Alrighty then. <laughs> Meeting, Meeting adjourned. adjourned. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>